This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 8.49. It's Monday, the 5th of February, and you're listening to The Morning Run. In about 15 minutes, we've got the FBM KLCI opening, as well as corporate results from the likes of Westport, TMC Life Sciences, and more. But in the meantime, we're continuing our discussion on the Pardon Board's decision, because last Friday, it decided to halve former Prime Minister Dato Sri Najib's Tun Razak's jail time, reducing it from 12 years to 6 years, which means that he could be released from prison on August 23, 2028. Additionally, the board also slashed his fine from 210 million ringgit to 50 million ringgit. So this decision has sparked strong reactions with some expressing surprise and concerns about accountability and justice, while others found validation in it, possibly believing in second chances for him. For some reaction from Perikata National regarding this, we speak to Dr. Afif Baharadin, Bersatu Supreme Council member. He's also Taman Meda Assemblyman. Good morning, Dr. Afif. Now, first and foremost, what is Perikata National's reaction to the recent decision by the Pardons Board to reduce former Prime Minister Datu Sri Najib's jail time and also fine? Uh, thank you, BFM. Good morning to everyone. Uh, for Pekatan National, uh, to us, PMX, uh, Prime Minister has lost all the credibility and moral ground to say that he is the crusader against corruption today. The recent development is uh, definitely astonishing and confounding for us because back in 2018, the people, the Rakyat, have spoken and we are united against petrocrats. Today, we are sending a message to the world that you can be the world's biggest petrocrats in Malaysia stole 4 billion ringgit from the pensioners and yet it will be pardoned. This is the message that we are sending to the world now. Because remember 2018, Tone M became Prime Minister and I initiated the probe against YMDB and SRC National and that was charged in, uh, 20, uh, in 2019. And 2020, during the tenure of Transimedian Yassin under the Pekatan National Government, the case was managed in the court without any interference, without having uh, Zahid Hamidi as the Deputy Prime Minister in the Qatar National Government at that time. And later on, during uh, the tenure of Dr. Sri Maisabi, Dr. Sri Najib was found guilty and exhausted all the legal avenues that uh, left with, and he, was, he went to the jail. Today, under the leadership of the Prime Minister of Anwar Ibrahim, Najib is pardoned. Legal sentence is equivalent to pardon. Dr. Afif, uh, given that there hasn't been an explanation provided for Najib's reduced sentence, uh, what is PN's stand uh, about the Board of Pardons uh, being made to clarify the reasons behind why they did what they did? Uh, first of all, I think we, uh, as Jakarta National and also as a citizen of the country, we respect the decision uh, made by the uh, Board, by the Pardons Board, because it's purely, since it's purely the prerogative of the young Nago. Uh, to me, there's no further clarification needed. What I meant by that is that the question in place, why does there is a rush by the current PMX administration to introduce or to promote this uh, issue into the Pardons Board? In order for Pardons Board to bring this matter forward and present it to the young Libertad Agung, they must get the word go and the permission from the cabinet. And in practice, any convicts, uh, in, in practice, any convicts uh, can actually appeal to the to the pardons board. But in practice, this will only be heard by the pardons board after they fulfil one third of his or her term uh, sentence. And in Najib's case, that's in Najib's case, 
it has been expedited by this current administration, by the PMX administration, and this has been confirmed by Lokman Adam, Dr. Lokman Adam, mm. who is the UMNO Supreme Council member who told us, I think on Saturday, saying that PMX have helped to expedite the process. And based on that uh, 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 announcement by Dr. Lokman Adam, we clearly know that the PMX, uh, the Prime Minister and also the Cabinet, has promoted for funding to the world's biggest cryptocurrency, Najib Razak. So we do not need more any explanation anymore because to us, there's no clarification needed. It is what it is. Do you think that Dato Sri Najib will return to politics then? If you have a full pardon, I mean, pardon is a pardon. So after, if he's released, he will be able to return to politics. That's what happened to mm. uh, Dato Sri Ibrahim when he was pardoned back in 2020, uh, 2018. And Immediately, how... he returns back to politics. Does it change uh, Brikatan National's electoral strategy as we head into GE16 then? If he is uh, able think, to contest. I think the way that I look at this, I mean, even uh, with all this, the things that has happened uh, since the, the past almost uh, one year and a half of uh, that was, uh, Sri Anwar's administration, uh, not only the, the case of uh, this current recent development of uh, the Father's Board decision on energy product case, I think if you look at what happened to uh, Dr. Sri Zahid Samidi's case uh, where the NAA on all the 47 charges uh, took place last year, uh, all these signals have shown us that Anwar has lost all his credibility and moral ground to say that he's fighting against corruption. And I think to the voters, uh, sad enough, even though I think for the past few days we've been hearing a lot of things, we've been hearing even uh, this morning on BFM, uh, people are condemning the, the decision, people are not happy with the decision because we fought against this cryptocrat back in 2018 and we managed to show to the world that Malaysia is of, the, of a different standard. But now, with this current decision has been made by PMX and also the administration, we are sending a wrong signal to the world and to the younger generations of Malaysia. You can be the biggest cryptocrat, but yet you'll be pardoned. And I think how that will translate to votes Sad enough, even though I'm from Pekata National, as much as I want the votes from our non-Malay and also the uh, urban voters, I, I still feel that they will still going to vote for Amir Ibrahim and Pakatan Harapan in the next election. So amid uh, Najib's legal issues and potential political consequences, how, how is uh, Perikata National ensuring your own integrity and ethical standard within your own ranks? Uh, there's no question to it in the sense that uh, I think we, we uh, our, our party stand, we do not condone any corrupt practices. And we are not only saying this uh, uh, just to, as, a, as a campaign or as a promotion for our party, mm. but we have shown it in our action and also the way that Tansi Mohidin has led Perikatan National and the party since the past uh, five years. If you see uh, what happened to Tansi Mohidin, uh, from the beginning, since 2016, when uh, 2016, when he was set as a deputy prime minister because he was up and against uh, YMDB case and also Najib Raza at that moment. When he is tenured as a prime minister in 2020, when he became the prime minister, he did not appoint Zahid Hamidi as a deputy prime minister, knowing that Zahid Hamidi has 47 cases in comparison to Anwar Ibrahim who appointed Zahid Hamidi and uplift him as a deputy prime minister. And you see... The 18 months of uh, uh, Tansi Mohidin's uh, tenure as Prime Minister, he faced a lot of challenges and Amno at that time pulled out the support from Tansi Mohidin because he 
does not want to condone uh, and also to, to, to bow down to the pressure from AMNO to do something about the cases of uh, YMDB, Najib Raza and also Zahid Amidi at that moment. Okay. And you see what happened to that was my Sabri. Mm. He has to force to call for election because he does, after the, 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 the jail sentence was uh, given to Najib Raza, Najib went to prison. Immediately after that, uh, Ismail Sabri had to uh, call for election because of the pressure within Amno. Okay. So these are, if you're talking about the level of integrity within the Qatar National, I think we are the only sole uh, political pack who are able to say that we are all out against corruption. Okay, Dr. Afif, at the same time, Tasek Gulogo MP, Dr. Wan Saiful, is being charged with 18 counts of money laundering and also some corruption. If the highest court of the law finds him guilty, is it a charge that PN will accept? I mean, if they, I mean, if you, if we, we do not interfere with the court process. Dato Wan Saiful has resigned from his post uh, as an information chief uh, in order for him to, to, to go through with his case. Uh, and not only uh, that's one side for even uh, the president that's within Yassin uh, was um, uh, also uh, brought upon to the court uh, to but the court has decided there's no case against him so I think those are the prizes that uh, our leaders are facing we let the court decide mm-hmm. and we will respect whatever the decision is but to us whoever is found to be to be uh, guilty of corruption will not be given place in All right, thank you very much for your time. That was Dr. Afif Bahadin, Bersatu Supreme Council member, giving us his views on what PN is thinking on the recent pardon board's decision. So I think uh, they've come out to say basically they are not going to accept corruption on any front. We're heading into the 9am news bulletin, but first, a quick message. The Malaysian ringgit has been on a downward trend in the last few years against major global currencies, especially the US and Singapore dollar. This is against a backdrop of strong domestic economic fundamentals. What then is the direction of the ringgit in 2024 and how much of it is driven by external factors such as the Federal Reserve Fund rate and also the price of crude oil? Join us as we discuss ways to navigate the dynamic FX market landscape with Julia Goh, Senior Economist at UOB Malaysia, as she also shares with us their house view on our currency. Tune in to Wealth Advice That Matters on Wednesday, the 7th of February at 8.45am, brought to you by UOB Privileged Banking. Up next, the FBM KLCI opening. Stay tuned for that, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.